Welcome back to In the Growth Space. My name is David McGlennon and I'm your host. You know, I often say that this show is about personal growth and team growth and business growth. And I also shared with you last time that we were going to have an episode with someone who had an amazing story and a turning point in their lives to really illustrate what the growth journey can look like. Now, this story definitely has the business growth, the personal and team growth all wrapped up and built into it. And today I'm talking with Inga Rock, and she's from Belgium. And in 2004, she lost everything she had. Her marriage ended in divorce. She was miserable. She lost her perfumery business that she had invested a ton of money in. And after a long two-year battle trying to save herself and her business, she ended up 1 million euros in debt. And she'd hit rock bottom. She'd lost everything. But more than that, she lost herself. And one day, she walked into a bookstore and and, and felt so out of place, but her soul was searching. She bought a Dutch self-help book with her last 20 euros, and she read it in six hours. And what she felt next was indescribable. Her soul was on fire, and she had caught a ray of light and a glimmer of hope. And from there, we're going to pick up the story in my conversation with with Inga today. And she is so inspiring. And she's such an example of what can happen when someone applies themselves to create that transformation in their own lives and in their own business growth journey. So let's go ahead and get into that conversation right now, because you're going to really love it. So here's my conversation with Inga Rock. Well, Inga, I am so grateful to have you here on the podcast with me today. Welcome to In the Growth Space. Thank you, David. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting. Oh, I am really excited. And I'm excited for my audience to to hear your story. And and I know we we just started, you know, chatting and 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 I thought, you know, we gotta hit record because <laughs> we're getting into some good stuff. So let's don't miss the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, great. Yeah. So you were telling me before we hit record, like how you met Paul and, and you and Paul have done a ton of work together. You, and I should say Paul Martinelli, people who are listening, they probably already know. Yeah, I they they know the already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you've done like 27 or so turning point events with Paul. And so like, how did you meet him? How did you, how did you two meet? Well, as most of us, I became a student. Yes, of course. <laughs> and that was 2007. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just felt so small because I was traveling to the U.S. to get certified and being becoming a life coach. And the travel only was already so exciting, you know, all the way from Belgium to West Palm Beach and got certified and looking up, you know, to all these big speakers like Les Brown, Mark Proctor, Mary Morrissey. And um, so when I came back here, I started building my business. Actually, I followed the system. Yeah. You know, my mentor told me, stick to the system, stick to the system. So that's <laughs> yes. what I did. And then one day I got on a call with him, with Paul Martinelli. And, um, you know, as usual, in the end, you press star six, you get in the queue and you, you get to ask questions. And I was preparing my first seminar, like with 100 people in the room. It was such a big thing, a way out of my comfort zone. And I'm in the queue for asking questions and now it's up to me and he says hi Inge from Belgium how can I help you and I'm like yeah I'm putting on this event but can you give me some 
clues or you know some insights and he says one sentence and the sentence was you know your event is gonna rise or fall with the quality of your speaker and without giving it a second blink I was like do you want to come to Belgium and do an event with me and he was like sure and then I thought what what did I just do (laughs) I can totally relate to that You know, then my logic started running like, oh my God, it's going to cost me so much. And I know he flies first class. And where am I going to find the people? And it was great. So, yeah, that was our very first seminar. I think it must have been 2009 or so. And from that seminar, after two days, we were scattered. I mean, we were so tired. And I remember we went to the restaurant and we were just hanging out. And, and he says, this was so great. Let's take it to the next level. I have a workshop. It's called Turning Point. And it's a two-day workshop, you know. And I did it already in Romania with like 500 people in the room. And, and so he started mapping this thing out that was just an actually in-classroom kind of seminar. It wasn't even a workshop. And I was doing already some weekends with outdoor stuff. And I love experiential learning, you know, where you take your clients through an experience and then you debrief the experience because I've been in in scouts all all my life. So I love, you know, the boyish things and climbing trees. And so I pitch him this and he's like, no, 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 we can't do this. (laughs) Like, no, no, I'm, you, don't, you don't understand. You don't understand. I'm afraid of heights. I said, yeah, but, you know, it would be so cool if I could bring my weekend and you take your weekend and we just blend the best pieces and we make it something new. So like the day after, it's like, yeah, maybe we can do something like that. So I said, you know what? Next time when you come back to Belgium and we do another seminar, I will tie in like a weekend with my clients and you come and watch this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but I'm, I'm not going to climb. So then you don't have, I, you just watch. Yeah. Okay, I will do that. And that is, and the rest is history. Amazing. I remember him standing there at the pamper pole, you know, the <gasps> sweaty palms looking up 15 meters like, you yeah. are nuts that you yeah. do this with your clients. I said, let's wait till the debrief. You will see it's going to be awesome. And yeah. voila. <laughs> Such a great story. And I, I love the fact that you had already been doing some of the experiential type of work and just blending the two together makes perfect sense. And, and, yeah. and I love that. I, I really yeah. do. What did you learn from that process of, you know, just getting outside of your comfort zone and allowing that to kind of come out of your mouth before you knew what was happening, because I I totally get that. (laughs) Well, David, I'm going to tell you, we have clients that came back, who came back 10 times. Really? Turning point. Interesting. There is, you know, the power because it doesn't mean my clients are stupid. Yeah, right. No, no. You know, it just means that in after six months or maybe one year's time, they're in a different position. You know, life is different. Business is different. The team is different. The challenges are different. And I saw people coming back over and over and over again because going through the process 
physically and doing the work blended with all the intellectual and emotional stuff and, you know, having those conversations with like-minded people in a very, very safe environment, I think it's priceless. And every time, David, we said, oh, this was the best one. We cannot beat this anymore. Yeah. This was the best one. And every time we beat it, it was amazing. As we grew, the audience grew. And we were always exceeding ex our own expectations, I guess. Mm. And yeah, we just got better at it, I guess, too. You know, after, I think it must have been 27 or 28 altogether. And yeah, from that experience, you just know what to look for. You you know your people, you know mm -hmm. what is going to happen, you know, you know, where to pay extra attention. You know what staff to bring to give them extra support because we had meltdowns, of course, in the yes, room. Of course. People got stuck like, oh, now I have to process this. So right. yeah, it is extremely, I dare to say, it is extremely intense, but it is one of the best things, I think, in the world. Well, so yeah, absolutely. So transformational. Well, and that's just that I think that's the thing. That's the word transformational. And too often, I think people who say they want transformation, but they don't want to go into that uncomfortable zone sure. and really blend, like you said, blend the intellectual, the emotional, the physical. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing that's really impactful about this entire event is that it does blend all of those things together. And I think that, you know, as we're recording this, we're right after the first of the year. So oftentimes people think about, oh, well, new year, I got to, you know, set these goals and, but they don't do anything different to transform because we, we know these goals that we want, but we don't know how to get there. We don't know how to become those, the person who can achieve those goals. And so I think that this particular event is so unique to help people to do that. And, and yeah. I also think, and, and maybe I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but I also think there are people who are at pivotal points, turning points, if you will, in yeah. their lives when they may be in uh, looking at a new season of their life. That was the case for me when I went I, and, and actually experienced it for myself. I was in a new season of my life. I had just started my business. So I'm, I'm curious, like, you know, the, the people that you've helped through I mean, you've done 27, 28 of these types of events. Like, what have you seen? Who are the kinds of people that come? And maybe like, what are some of the things that they're facing? We have a lot of people on turning points, as you say, right? Getting ready to make decisions, but not making them yet. You're like right before that turn. And you're not sure how to handle this. So the first thing I think and that counts for everybody, is you gain a lot of clarity. The first day, if you remember, it's all about crystallizing, you know, your vision and the way how to enter in the, into that vision and, and preparing yourself at, as to a point that the end of day one is really coming from that place, which is so profound because when we set goals, as you say, we look into the future, we see ourselves already in the goal, but we are not that person. We have to become that person, right? Because even if we do it with discipline and, you know, <laughs> I always have to laugh a little bit when I hear people say, go get 
the goal. Yeah, you maybe you can get it, but then you lose it again because you didn't change. And then we, we came into this yo-yo effect, you know? So I think it's important that you can grow into the vision and then come from that vision and feel what it is once it will be accomplished. Because then you understand how you have to change in order to be worthy of the goal. And that's a whole different ballgame. Now we get really into who are you becoming, you know? And the experiential stuff that we do on day two, especially, is so profound because no matter where people are, they, you can be in that turning point, or maybe you say like, I don't know if something has to change or not. Maybe you're facing challenges, or maybe... You know, you have certain things that you have to deal with and you're trying to postpone it. I'll give you an example. There was this yeah. lady, she's a business owner, extremely successful. And, you know, having tough conversations with people was always a big challenge. Like she would, and she would just postpone, you know, the sweaty palm conversations as Paul uh -huh. calls it. And I remember she had such a hard time on the bridge because she was so afraid of heights. And she was, literally standing there and I think it took her maybe 10 minutes 12 minutes before she would take the first step to cross the bridge and a month after turning point she called me and she says you're you're not gonna believe the biggest takeaway for me is whenever now I have to do something I don't like or to have that tough conversation that I hate I'm back on the bridge and I know that if I could take that step and it took me so long. She was like very angry with herself because she was like, oh, it took me 12 minutes to cross a damn bridge, you know? Yes, yes. She says, now I don't postpone it anymore because I don't want to stand on the bridge again. You know, I know that I have to cross immediately because then I get it out of my system. You see, it is, we never know. We as leaders, we never know where the hidden treasures are in turning point. And every person takes exactly out what they need in that very moment. So your audience doesn't have to worry like, is this going to be for me? Is it too early? Is it too late? Is it the right time? Am I ready? It's going to be perfect because you enter with this phase now in your life and you are going to take out exactly what you need. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because, it, and, and it's interesting, you, you mentioned that you know, everybody, even if you come back multiple times, we are in different places. We are different people Absolutely. as we go through it. And so, and I think too, what's interesting is that everybody has that defining moment, I think, out on the experiential component of this retreat. I remember uh, the, the, the part that I did that where I had that moment, it's kind of like your, your client who is in that bridge. You know, I had just climbed this, you know, 60 foot pole and, and I got to the top and, and I'm standing there on this little like ledge. I, yes, I'm, I'm harnessed in, but I had to jump. Yes. And, you know, there's a whole lesson there of this. It, it's, it's like in business. So oftentimes you, you're on this little ledge, but you just got to jump. Even, even though, you know, you're already hooked up and you're connected, you're safe, you've got to do it. And I remember that moment like it was yesterday because I'm standing up there and I'm going, it's got to be me. And those yes. lessons are so priceless because it marries the, th that experience 
with other things in, in our lives, in our business, in our, in our work. And I'm so glad that you shared that because I think that too often we forget as, as business leaders that we can take that next step and, and, and we become really what we're thinking about and those dreams and those goals that we're setting, you know, we can't go get them. Like you said, we have to, we have to come from them. I, I just think that that is such a, a, a neat component. How did you get into that experiential part of, of learning? Like what, what was your journey up to that point? How did you get into doing some of those kinds of things? I'm, I'm always <laughs> kind of curious. <laughs> well, I spent my whole youth in scouts. Okay. So, you know, all the adventurous stuff is just great. I love that. I'm a tomboy, you know, <laughs> I climb trees. So when I got certified and I understood the material that we teach, I wanted to bring this alive. And it just, the ideas just came to me. And it's still one of my gifts. I understand that, that whatever lesson it is that I want to bring to my clients, I always try to make it experiential because I know that when you enter with your whole being, the biggest takeaway is just there. Much more than in a seminar room or, and even conversations are extremely important. And a very important part of turning point as well is, you know, the buddy conversations where you can already speak out your thoughts, your emotions, you know, your, your game plan, whatever it is that, that's in the exercise. But then if you can put your whole body into it, you just never, you cannot forget anymore. Because now you are totally in. And I, I understood that from a very early point of view. I'm an arts teacher. Okay. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I'm alive somewhere, yes, you know. Yes. So you see already there, it's all about the doing. And so I, I, I let my clients play with clay and, and marbles and whatever. It is necessary to bring the lesson alive. It's just a part of who I am. I love it. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and you know, something you just said triggered something in my memory <laughs> of my of my experience with Turning Point too, is that buddy part. You know, I, I actually went with a friend of mine. So I had called a friend and I said, hey, I'm going to this, this event and I'd love for you to come with me. And then we partnered up for all of those exercises. Oh, wow. And it was so cool because even though it's a safe space, it was even, it felt even safer because I knew him and I was able to like share my dreams with him. And even still, when I did that, some of the things that came out of me that came out of my mouth, it's like, where did that come from? It's like, I don't know. And it was really yeah. fascinating to be able to have that come out. And I think that just that by, by doing and, and actually getting involved both physically and, and mentally, yes. it's so helpful. But also having somebody to come with you is That's really great. powerful. So I guess I would say for those people that are listening and you know, I, I know there's a lot of people who listen to the podcast who probably were at the summit where, you know, and heard the, us talk about turning point. And some, some of them may have already, you know, signed up. I know we've got quite a few people that have already registered. Awesome. I just want to, yeah, I just want to encourage them to think about who could they invite? Who could they bring True. along with them that would be that safe person so that even though they're outside of their comfort zone, they're still, you know, it's not like, Totally like terror. And exactly. 
being able to do I, that. I'd like to add something to that yeah, from sure. experience. If people are in a relationship, I encourage always to bring their spouse because growing in that space together is one of the most beautiful things that you can do as a couple. It just takes your whole relationship to, to the next level. Absolutely. If you have kids, I, I always say like 16 plus, mm-hmm. bring them to a turning point. It's the biggest gift you can give them. At such an early age, oh gosh, being in a vulnerable but powerful place is amazing. And if you have a business partner, bring your business partner, you know, because then you can work on your vision for the business and being partners in that area. So it has many different dimensions. And I saw, yeah, many different couples, let's say, uh, coming in. And if you don't have a partner to bring with you, and I think that's important too, that if, if people have nobody and they want to do it, don't hold yourself back because I know from experience that you will be partner up in that room with the perfect buddy. Yeah, that's because so it, true. It works always. Like people come up to us like, this was the perfect match. And we're like, crazy, right? How the universe works. Oh, that works. <laughs> I love that. Well, and yeah. I think it's, it was, it's really cool too because I remember the event that I was at, how, how there were so many teenagers in the room. And, and yes. I thought that was so powerful to see teenagers at oh. that young age thinking into their future and actually thinking and being very intentional growing. I'm sure there might have been some that were, you know, kind of hostages. They're probably, you know, not sure why. Oh, they were sure. There. The first hour. <laughs> yeah, first hour. But once, yeah, once that, yeah, once that's hours over, it's all good. Yeah, for sure. Well, how did you incorporate some of even the learning and, and some of the, the exercises and some of the things that we go through in Turning Point? How did you incorporate that in your own business? And I'd, I'd be curious just to kind of hear how you incorporated some of, some of that visioning, some of that dreaming sure. and, and really living from your dream as opposed to going towards it. Yeah, thank you for asking. Well, first of all, when I got certified, I brought it back to Belgium. I translated everything in Dutch, of course, because the material didn't exist. And my first aim was personal coachings. I'm just going to do personal coachings. I'm going to teach, born teacher. My parents were school teachers. Yeah. And by the spoon, you know, to become a teacher. And um, until my very first mastermind group, David, there was this Italian lady, I will never forget, she was sitting on my left side, and all of a sudden she goes blank, and she looks at me, and she said, I want to do what you do, I want to do what you do, I'm like, what, this is my dream, I want to do what you do, I want to do what you do, so, okay, time goes by, and mastermind group after mastermind group, clients are streaming, and in one year's time, my business was packed, my agenda was completely full, personal coaching after personal coach coaching, and I hit the ceiling. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Now I have a positive problem, right? Yes, right. And Rosetta said, let me help you. I want to step in. And then I thought, okay, now I have to come with my experience, my curriculum. And I started to educate life coaches just around me. I was like, I need a team now because, you know, I'm not going to withhold myself or my vision, 
I want to grow and I want to build a team of coaches around me. So then that started to happen. Then I met my husband and after some time he says, my husband is Croatian, by the way. Okay. And he says, okay, let's see if this works in Croatia and Serbia. I said, well, <laughs> we'll put it to the test, right? Okay, yeah. In one year's time. Boom. There it went. Boom. I think we educated over 4,000 life coaches together now in wow. 14 years time altogether. And we are expanding globally now. So we translated everything in English. I'm finally ready with my English. Yes, it was one cool. of the major terror barriers was like, my English is not good enough. Oh, and uh, Paul said, is in Inga's head. You have to stop saying that, you know. Yes. So you get stuck. You have somebody next to you who helps you incorporate, you know, the stuff. We talk the same language. Although I speak Dutch and you speak English, yeah. we have a language, David. We yeah. talk Stickman language. Yes, that's true. Yes, we do. <laughs> right? Yes. And the, I always say the more people we teach this to, the better the world is because it's so simple, yet so powerful. And we... We really developed that language that everybody understands. A 10-year-old understands, right? So I use it every day. I used it to grow our business first, like in Europe. Now we go slowly, we go globally. And I know it never stops. And I hope <laughs> I can do this yes, <laughs> until, yes. you know, I have no more time left. Right. So, yeah, it, it is just an asset that stays with you for the rest of your life. I, I, yeah, yeah and that's so profound too, you know, talking about living it in, in that language. And for those of you who are listening, you know, talking about Stickman, <laughs> if you come to Turning Point, you're going to hear about Stickman. You're gonna oh, hear. yeah. Um, for those of you who are in the Emerging Leader Inner Circle, you've likely seen me talk about the stick man and, and the, the conscious and the subconscious mind and exactly. how what we think becomes our behavior. And it's so, it's so profound. It's so simple. And yet so often leaders, business leaders, business owners don't realize that they're their only constraint. And then when they unleash that and they allow themselves to learn what is, what is holding them back, their languaging patterns, when they do that, their businesses explode, their relationships just flourish. And And their leadership, yeah. Can I share one more story? Yes, absolutely. I remember as if it was yesterday, and I think it was our second or third turning point in Belgium. There was this guy who joined, and he was a manager in a big company in Brussels. And we knew, because we talked to our clients, of course, that he was a mountaineer. And I thought, what is he going to do at turning point? I mean, he's going to be on the pole in no time. Right? Right, right? No afraid of heights. Like, probably I will see him like a cat in a tree. And so I was a little worried about that sure. until I saw him on the outdoor day, which is day two. And okay, I was still like a little worried. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to watch this guy. So I see him, of course, <laughs> in onto the pole, jumps off, get the trapeze, woo-hoo, everybody's clapping. And I'm thinking, okay, where is his learn? Where is his learn? Where is his learn? Because I know it has to happen. Everybody comes home with a turning point. And until the debrief. And he says, 
you have to do this for every company who wants to have you. And I say, whoa, why? As you know, I'm a mountaineer. My father was a tough guy. It was always about being first and never give up and boys don't cry and, you know, being that yang, you know, alpha male energy person. And I discovered something about myself, he says, I didn't know that exists. I love helping people. And yes, I was the first on the bridge. Yes, I was the first on the pole. But then I came back because I saw that people got stuck on the second step or whatever. And I came back because for the first time, it hit me that I'm here to help and not always to say what people should do or would do. Because being a manager in my environment is always about the processes, you know, and executing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm done with that. I need to develop my leadership. We, it's like a box of chocolates. Belgian chocolate. <laughs> I love it. Belgian, yes. Belgian. We never know what the client is going to take out, but it's always, it's always mind-blowing. It's, it's huge paradigm shifts. It is life-changing in three days' time. And I'm all, I always feel very humble and very grateful when it's over. I, can't, I, I always cry because of the you know, the leaves that we see, the, the transition that we see, it is so beautiful. And then I always I'm like, thank you that I can yes. be that witness, you know? And I know that you are going to have that experience right now. Yeah. Being the leader in that place is just amazing. I really am so excited. And I, I'm so <laughs> glad you shared that because I think there's a perception sometimes that, there, that certain people kind of like have it all together, but they <sighs> there are there are ways to discover that we don't even know, like in that professional or, or mountaineer and, and that learned that they love helping each other, somebody yeah. else. I mean, what a great leadership lesson. And so, you know, I, I just think that's, that is amazing. So what would you say if, if somebody's sitting, sitting on the sideline and kind of thinking about, you know, making the commitment to come to sure. turning point and they just haven't done it yet. And, and and I'll tell you, like I, I know I talked with one person who basically said, I'm not sure I'm I'm worth it, you know. And I I, I convinced that person that they actually signed up. I, I saw their registration come through because I, I was gonna call them on it if I if they didn't. <laughs> but yeah, but those people who maybe think that, like, I don't know if this is really something that I need to invest in myself on, or I'm not sure. Maybe I've never invested in myself. I guess, what would you say to those kinds of people that, that would come to an event like this? Well, first of all, I think that if you are already thinking about it, I think you're ready. And of course, the subconscious mind keeps us busy to see if it fits the schedule. Do we have the budget? You know, oh, is this for me? I'm not, you know, for... What I saw in all those years is most people are scared. (laughs) You know, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm not an adventurous person. My back hurts, my, you know, my elbow, my knee. No, no, everybody can do it. If you, here's, here's the test. If you can step onto a chair, you can do it. Okay. It's, it is not about physical strength or power. Not at all. It's all in the mind. And that's the first thing. And I think it is the most beautiful gift that you can give yourself. I'm going to tell you, I pushed our four children to go through Turning Point. Oh, yeah. It was mandatory. 
<laughs> I love it. Coach subscription, you know, you have yes. to do this. Yes. And I saw the gift that came out of, for each of them was different, but they, I know they are better people today because of that mm-hmm. experience. And I was not even involved in that turning point. I stepped back because I didn't want to be the mom, you know. It was all Paul's work. But I saw it's just a gift. It's the only thing I can say. It it is a gift. And yes, you are going to be scared. I know. Yes, you probably doubt if you need to do it. But then again, you know, life happens and starts at the end of the comfort zone. And that is what you will experience. And I know that, you know, once you will be, you go, will go through turning points and you look back, poof, I know you will kiss your hands and say, oh my God, this was the best thing I could give myself. And, and you know what? What I always saw, it's not about the three days. It's not about the meal plan. It's not about the outdoor. It's not about the venue. Yes, of course. I know you have listed that all out and, you yeah. know. Everything's sweet, but it's not about that. It's it's never about that. We cannot say what that experience is going to be. We only know that it's going to be so much more than you can possibly imagine today. Possibly. So true. So true. I have my I have my notes from Turning Point <gasps> that I went to. And something you said actually triggered because I, I I've been going through my notes and looking at them. And I didn't recall this until I, I saw my notes, but I was having resistance myself in coming to Turning Point, even though I, I had already signed up. I knew that I was, go- I was going, but I even put a little star next to it. And I've said, I was hitting the terror barrier yesterday coming to Turning Point because I didn't think I had the time. Yes. And, and, and that was my subconscious mind trying to protect me from being outside of my comfort zone. And, and I know that there's a lot of times people don't make decisions because they want to stay safe. And, and, and so I think what you are, you're sharing is that there's going to be something there for you. And, and, and Always. I, I know that our, our subconscious mind is going to keep us, you know, want to keep us safe. Oh yeah. We've got to take that step. And so anyway, so I, I just, I, it was interesting that you said that and it just kind of triggered <laughs> me thinking about that note that even I was resistant, I had already signed up, but that resistant is resistance. Oh is yeah. Around. Even then you think, did I make the right decision? Can I, can I find any excuse not to go? Right, right. <laughs> and I see it when people come in, they, you know, there's a, there's a Buddhist expression. It's called jumping monkeys. I don't know if you're familiar with that. You know, oh, people yeah. in transition, have a lot of jumping monkeys, you know, the little monkeys ah, yeah. screaming in their mind, like, what am I doing to myself? I'm crazy, you know, exactly. I don't know what I signed up for. Right. And um, <laughs> so expect when you expect it, when you expect the monkeys to be there, you can play with them. <laughs> Just yes, don't exactly. let them overrule your life, you know? Right. Right. It's okay to be uncomfortable yeah. because that is where the magic starts. Yeah, it's it certainly is. It certainly is. Inga, this has been so fun. Uh, I would love. To, first of all, I I know that you've written a book, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's you become what you think. You become and what you I, think. I know that you also do some other coaching work. I guess tell everybody a little bit too about your work and 
you've already ex- talked a little bit about expanding and, and, and moving beyond the borders of Belgium and Croatia and, and, and Europe. So, so tell <laughs> yes. us a little bit about what you're, what you're working on. Well, thank you so much. I have two major focuses, I would say. The first one is the individual. Transformation is my middle name. So whenever people get stuck, and I see that 80% of my clients say, I don't know what I want for my future. I know what I don't want. And that's already a good place to be. That you don't settle for what is, you know, not nice. That you allow that there's more for you. So I help people bringing, gaining clarity in what they want. And I lead them through the transformational process. And the program is called Total Transformation with a Reason, of course. So that is one uh, big program. And the other one is Education for Life Coaches. So I equip them. We help them with their marketing, with their sales, with, you know, their niche finding. And I know there's a lot about finding our niches, but, you know, life coaches, but in many different professions. So, of course, we have the life coach that wants to build their business, but we also have school teachers. We have school principals. We have leaders. We have managers. We have entrepreneurs. We have moms. We have dads. We have, you know, that that is, it's all about coaching as the conversation of the leader. Actually, that is oh, what we do. And we do it in English and we do it in Dutch. Oh, fantastic. That's, <laughs> that's so cool. How do people uh, learn more? You have a website? Very um, simple. Ingerock.com. Ingerock.com. I love that. We'll yeah. make sure that we put, put that in the show notes and, and link to it. Um, Thank you so much. And then at first there's a button, Dutch or English. Ah. So you press English, you get everything in English. Fantastic. It's, it's going to be well, easier. <laughs> Personally, I think your English is phenomenal. So, I mean, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the first thing about Dutch, so I wouldn't even begin to be able to communicate. <laughs> I'm happy I pushed myself through the terror barrier with yeah. my English, and I'm ready, David. Well, I think yeah. that I think that you I think that you are too, and I can't wait to to see more of of what you're working on, and 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 see the transformation that you're going to help others through as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I wish you the best of luck and so much fun at Turning Point. Thank you. You know, I know that the clients that you will take there are going to have a blast. And I know they will never, ever forget that experience. So, uh, well, thanks for being here. All the best. Thank you so much, Inga. And thank you for having me. My pleasure. I don't know if it was just me, but I so enjoyed that conversation with Inga Rock. Inga is such uh, an engaging personality and such a an amazing individual. I didn't know the story of how she met Paul Martinelli. And then I didn't realize that she had done so many turning point events with Paul. You know, I thought the the one thing that she said that that no matter how many times you come, you're in a different place. So I guess if I'm talking to someone right now and you've come to turning point before, come again. You're you're a new person. You're a different person. And if you are not sure If you want to come to Turning Point, if you want to invest in yourself, if you want transformation, if you've been looking at creating some goal and you've not met it yet, you haven't become the person who is able to get that goal, then this is the place for you. And and I know that this particular event 
is going to be so impactful for so many people. We just got a registration from uh, two people from from overseas. And so I know there are people that are coming from Europe that will be here. Uh, there obviously are people here in the United States. So I just want to encourage you, if, if you're listening to this podcast, and I know it's going to sound like a, a commercial for Turning Point, and it is, but it is because of a purpose. And that purpose is that I know so many people have dreams and goals and and they want to achieve those goals and they want to see those dreams come true but they're not sure how to do it and this this event really does it better than I think anything else that I've ever experienced personally. And I know that if you were at the the, the summit, you you saw Paul Martinelli, you you know what kind of a master he is at not only teaching, but uh, also creating the environment for the experience with growth and with transformation. So I just want to encourage you that if you're thinking about it, just pull the trigger. <laughs> it's right now it's going to be it's the least expensive that it will be. We've got our early bird registration going in our early bird pricing and if you're listening to this and you register uh before the middle of February uh, 2022, you are going to also be able to participate in a private uh, workshop that Paul and I are going to do prior to the event to get you ready uh, to come to the event, come to Turning Point. So uh, I know it's going to be impactful. I, I really do hope that this conversation gave you some kind of insights on on something maybe that you're even struggling with. Maybe maybe that growth process, that transformation process that you've been trying to figure out, and you just haven't been able to to break through that that barrier. Maybe there's something that Inga said that will help you to um, to at least see things differently. And, you know, just having her share her transformation process, the story with her being on a call with Paul, and then having something just kind of blurt out of coming over and, and doing a, a workshop together. I mean, that's kind of like what happened to me with Paul and uh, and this this whole turning point. I just know how much this is going to be an impact for uh, the people who are coming. So I, I can't say it enough. I would love to have you push through the resistance. Make sure that you push through your own terror barrier, your 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 own discomfort zone, and and invest in yourself. And and if you're a leader, if you're a business owner, bring your team. There is no better way than this event to help your team grow and to become a lot more uh, intentional and, and and higher performing than experiencing what you're going to experience uh, at this event. So I hope that this uh, episode has been enlightening for you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I certainly did. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a review. I say that all the time, but it really means a lot. It really means a lot for us to be able to, to impact more people. And, and not only that, I want to have you subscribe because I don't want you to miss some of the conversations that we have coming up. We've got some amazing conversations. Matter of fact, we've got a business owner who herself has also gone through Turning Point and it has had such an amazing impact on her business. 
it's absolutely exploded. And there is just so much gold in that conversation. So I don't want you to miss that. So make sure you go out, subscribe. But until next time, remain in that growth space. Stay there, be uncomfortable, and be well. Thank you.